0: Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. We believe that this message will influence you to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. So wherever you are, open your heart to encounter Him and go and tell the world why your life's been different. My name is Merlo, and this is why my life's been different. Stop what you're doing and watch what I'll do. This one sentence changed my life forever stop what I'm doing. This is so countercultural to my character. I never stop. I never sleep. I'm always on my grind. I hustle. I make things happen. I made a name for myself being at the right place at the right time. Every time. Every event. Every concert. I was at all the shows. If there wasn't a show, I was at the clubs Monday through Sunday night. Every DJ must know me. I mean, I have a picture with almost every celebrity. That must mean I'm one too, right? Big shows, almost every weekend, in front of thousands of people. Green rooms and mansion parties with famous people. Drugs, lust, money, and power. The celebrity lifestyle of the rich and famous became my pursuit. I mean, I've been telling my friends that I'm going to be famous since I was in junior high. And so many nights, I felt like this had come true. It was all I thought about, it was all I talked about, so much so that before I knew it I was conformed to the culture of hip-hop and everyone I grew up with didn't want to be around me anymore. I remember my best friend said once, bro, we don't want Merlot, we want Marco back. Stop what I'm doing. Why would I do that? I just spent the last six years of my life creating an image for myself, building myself up to be somebody. Jewelry, more clothes than I can count, I mean brand new clothes every single day, new outfits for photo shoots, flashing lights and music videos, driving nice cars on cameras and in pictures that weren't even mine. I never paid for a thing. Free beats, free studio time, all the clubs and all the events, free wristbands for me and my crew, packages in the mail from clothing companies just to wear their clothes in my music videos. On Melrose, Fairfax, and Hollywood Boulevard in the middle of the night, I was a somebody. Yet at four, five, six in the morning, I would creep back into my mother's house and sleep in the same bed I grew up in. It was exactly what it's called. An image. Something that I had to sustain every single day because my confidence was in being noticed by someone. By anyone working with the best producers in the industry, having music and making songs with celebrity and legendary artists, in the studio with people that I grew up listening to. During the day running the fast life of South Central LA, I was fresh, I could rap, I did look nice, and I did have the phone number for every DJ in LA. An abundance of everything I could ever want, except life. I was merely existing, but never truly living. I was lost on the inside, alone, lonely and angry. I was never completely accepted. The music industry never fully embraced me. I never fully fit in. I never made it. The issue at heart is identity. I didn't know who I was and that's why I was attaching myself to what I thought I wanted. You see, if you don't know who you are, Someone will tell you who you are based off their own life experiences and personal reference points. What's even scarier is when people who don't know who they are begin to give their opinion on who they think you should be. This is what happened to me. Social media, the wrong people group, and the culture of hip-hop consumed me. And where did it get me? Where did it leave me? And led me to a jail cell in Austin, Texas, and all that image that I had was worthless as I was in the same striped jumpsuit as all the other inmates. I knew it was time to make a change. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired enough to do something about it. An angel didn't come from heaven and speak to me in jail. I didn't hear the voice of God while I was sitting there. Instead, I just had this vivid picture of my mom on her knees crying and praying for her son thousands of miles away in California. The backstory is this. I was raised in the church. My mom did all that she could to keep us there and is the greatest Christian I know. In junior high and high school, I was fired up on being a Christian and wanted to be a pastor. So what was a good kid from Orange County doing in a rap group with Bloods and Crips in LA? And what was this kid doing in jail in Texas? I thought to myself, how in the world did I get here? And how is this, and how has this been working out for me? I had come to the end of myself, rock bottom, cemented in and behind bars, broke, broken and full of anger. I remembered that throughout this whole time, if I happened to come home at night and wasn't sleeping at a homie's house, in the streets, or at my girl's house, My saint of a mother would creep into my smoke and alcohol scented room every Sunday and invite me to church. Normally the classic no mom let me sleep would come out. But in January of 2016 I started going with her because there was tension in my rap group. My girl had broken up with me and I was searching for some answers. When I got back from Texas the last week of August 2016 I knew that I was ready to come to a decision and I didn't even know what it was. Little did I know that every decision that I had made leading up to this time was leading me to the one decision that would open the door to a different set of decisions going forward. That week after I got back from Texas, my church, or at the time it was just my mom's church to me, was holding their annual conference. I thought to myself, I just got out of jail. My girl who at the time I thought I loved broke up with me. I have no money. My rap group is on the verge of breaking up. None of my projects are truly excelling. I have no idea what I want to do with my life. And I thought I would be a rich and famous rapper by now. So I turned off my phone and decided to go. I grew up around this pastor guy and all the times I've heard him preach, I never actually listened. If God is real, then I'm going to listen. And I expect to hear something. I'll never forget the first message he preached. It was called living and leading on another level. And I was hooked and at the edge of my seat. Throughout the next few days, I went to every session day and night, and on the last night, he preached the message that I could say was the opening to my life change. It was called, Starting From Done. That night, I went home and sat on the edge of my roof and just pondered on all the stuff that I had just heard. What was I going to do? I had no idea. And then I heard someone call out to me. It wasn't an audible voice, but it was so clear on the inside that it was undeniable. Stop what you're doing and watch what I'll do. That was it. One sentence. I acknowledged for the first time the voice of God speaking to me. That one word from God changed my life forever. That night, I met Him as He came to meet me. That night, I decided to receive Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. It wasn't in church. I didn't raise my hand and go up at the end of a sermon, and it wasn't at the altar. I was alone sitting on the edge of my roof, and Jesus came to meet me where I was. That night, I realized I needed a Savior. That was the answer I was searching for. That's why I had been going to church with my mom again. That's why nothing was working out for me. I was wrong, and it was so free admitting it. I realized that I needed to be saved. But here's the key. I wasn't going to just try Jesus out to see if this Christian route would work. I decided that night in my mind and in that moment to follow Jesus for the rest of my life. Listen, in my mind I wasn't just deciding to be a Christian. I was deciding to follow Jesus for the rest Of my life and make him the Lord of my life the decision-maker of my life what does this mean this means that I was deciding to no longer live life for myself I was deciding to change everything in order to become completely changed I was deciding to hate my life pick up my cross deny myself and forsake all that I had all that I loved and all that I wanted to become a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was a no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me to die is gain type of decision. And once this decision was made, I got pulled from darkness and into the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. I jumped out of the plane with no parachute. I was all in, never looking back. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't know what to do or how to even be a Christian. I didn't care. I had come to a decision, and life's been different ever since. That night, I began leaving everything behind. The next morning, I began deleting all my music. I changed my phone number, I distanced myself from everyone and unfollowed everyone on social media and started following Jesus with all of my heart. A complete U-turn. I started heading in the opposite direction total surrender, true repentance. I got alone with God daily because your ability to become effective depends on what you do in your solitude. So I withdrew from the world and picked up my Bible and got in his presence. I started reading the Bible every day and I haven't missed a day since. My faith was stirred. I cleaned out my mom's garage and set up a little desk in the corner and would just spend hours and hours, literally day and night down there. I would go in like a lamb And come out like a lion. I just started going to my church every day. I just wanted to help and serve in any way I could. I made Operation Solid Lives. The discipleship course by Solid Lives my lifestyle. This is the program called OSL that I mention at the closing of every episode. This free online discipleship course is available on lifespendifferent.com. It's changed thousands of lives including mine. Reading the Bible every day, limiting distractions like social media, TV, music, and memorizing scripture became my daily routine because the real you is what you do every day. I stopped listening to music completely and would just listen to sermons from my senior pastor all day. I was either reading the word or hearing the word of God preached. I would even fall asleep to the Bible app reading to me. Day after day, I would be more and more free from lust. Addiction to weed and alcohol, pornography, and the memories of bad things I did just disappeared. Jesus has set me free, and I was free indeed. Why? How? Listen, you are who you hang out with. It's a very true statement. You become who you hang around. This is because the power of association is indeed powerful. This statement provides a positive and negative reality. Maybe you've heard of Jesus. Maybe you wanted to, but never fully gave him a chance. Or maybe you did give him a chance once, but your commitment didn't match his. Maybe you're like me and grew up associated with Jesus, but never fully got to know him because you never spent time with him. I started spending all of my time with him. You see, the more I got to know Jesus, the more I got to know myself. Because you can't meet Jesus face to face and stay the same. Everything changes from within, inside out. It's an inside out work. You begin to unlearn your old self and get to know your true self. Why? Because you are who you hang out with. That's why the culture of hip hop consumed me. That's how a good kid from Orange County found himself running the streets of LA letting the image of what a rapper looks like on social media and music become who I thought I was supposed to be. And that's why you got to get to Jesus. Jesus said, follow me, hang out with me, spend all of your time with me. Why did he do that with that group of men, his disciples? Why does he do it this way with us? Why is this his strategy and how has it stood the test of time? Because you are who you hang out with. That's what it means and what it looks like to be a Christian, a follower of Jesus, his disciple, a look-alike. This is his strategy. It's not that you become someone new, though. It's that you start to unbecome who you thought you were and become who you were always created to be. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, works that he prepared beforehand that we may walk in them. Listen, my beloved friends. It's not that we need to know who we are in life. We need to understand who we are in Christ. The Bible says we were made in the image and the likeness of him. I spent all of this time and energy creating an image for myself, letting social media and the world system tell me who I was. Then, three things hit me like a ton of bricks. Number one, Jesus is real. Why in the world would I follow the world and let it create my image when I can follow the person who created the world and whose image I was created? Instead of following people who don't know me and who don't know who they are, I started following Jesus who created me and my mother's womb and chose me and planned my life for me. I was so busy getting people to follow me and yet I wasn't leading them anywhere because I didn't know who I was or where I was going. Listen, a leader must be willing to follow and at the head of every pack should be Jesus Christ. Today. Jesus is simply saying, follow me. And number two, I realize that heaven is a single file line. Only my salvation is going to get me into heaven. Only your decision to follow Jesus by faith will activate his grace that gets you saved. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and not that of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast working tirelessly and constantly to make an image for myself so I can boast on who great I made myself out to be, when on the inside, I was longing for a Savior. Today, I count all that as trash, that I may know the excellence and the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord and my God. That's why I deleted all my music and gave all that clothes away. Hundreds of songs, thousands of dollars of clothes. That's the evidence. My friends, it's your personal relationship with him. I had to decide on my own to follow Jesus and make him the Lord and Savior of my life. You ain't getting into heaven with your homies. You ain't getting in with your family. And you ain't getting in with all your stuff. It's a single file line. You before God. It was me before God. And like me, we all have to decide. But the decision is so simple. Jesus said, you must be born again. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody gets to the Father except through me. Nobody makes it into heaven except through me. I am the only way, Jesus says. I am the resurrection and the life. And he who believes in me, the Lord Jesus Christ, though he may die, he shall live for eternal life. For whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. That night, When I encountered him, he asked me, Do you believe this? And I said, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God. I confess you as my Lord and my God, and I believe in my heart that you were raised from the dead. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. My heart was bursting within me. I couldn't believe it, and I'm still overwhelmed by it. I'm saved, and my sins have been forgiven. And you could be too. That's what I'm inviting you to do today. Is your heart burning within you? If so, then Romans 10, 9, and 10 says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that He was raised from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. What does that mean? If you believe in your heart and out loud with your mouth openly say that Jesus is Lord and make Him the Lord and decision-maker of your life, and believe deep down in your heart that He is real, and that He was raised from the dead to forgive you of your sins, then guess what? You're saved. And number three, the gospel, this good news of Jesus Christ isn't a one-time message, but how you live your life after you receive that message. Jesus said, Unless you deny yourself, you cannot be my disciple. Pick up your cross and follow me. For he who loves his life will lose it, but he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. That denying of yourself and picking up your cross daily is the beginning of life's been different. Receiving salvation is a life changing decision by faith becoming a follower of Jesus is a lifestyle of faith this is where OSL snapped into my life this free online discipleship course became my lifestyle because I didn't know what it looked like to daily walk with God I didn't understand that I was right with God now and you could be right with God too because even though you were distant from him living in the shadows of your own evil thoughts and actions He reconnected you back to himself. He released his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifice of his own body as a sin payment on your behalf so that you would dwell in his presence. And now, today, there is nothing between you and Father God, for he sees you as holy, flawless, and restored. Listen, your response is your responsibility. And what is the response? The response is to repent and confess sin and make Jesus the Lord of your life. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Bible says in Luke 3.8 in the Passion Translation, Turn away from your sins, turn to God, and prove it by a changed life. Listen, every decision you make will lead into another decision that must be made. The level and the depth of Of your initial decision will determine the direction of the next. So, let me tell you what happens when you receive Jesus. Immediately, when you receive Jesus, you become what's called born again or born from above. Your spirit goes from being dead to being alive, detached from God to attached to God, from outside of the family to inside of the family, from apart from Jesus to in Christ Jesus and Him in you. You become a new creation. You have a fresh start. You are born again. Behold, see it this way. Take hold of this and grasp and understand it and let it sink deep into your heart. You have been made new. And let me tell you something absolutely true, my brothers and sisters. I want to remind you of this gospel which I'm preaching to you, which I pray you receive and take your stand. For by this gospel you were saved if you hold firmly to the word which I preach to you. Otherwise, you will believe in vain. For what I received, I pass on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures and is alive today. And if Jesus Christ has not been raised, then your faith is pointless and you are still in your sins. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead and is alive today, And is all and in all. He's the image of the invisible God. And in him dwells the fullness of God. He is the complete fullness of deity living in human form. The divine portrait. The true likeness of the invisible God. He is before all things. And in him all things consist. He is God. Who was and is and is to come. Jesus Christ. The Messiah. The Anointed One. The same yesterday, today, and forever. The image of the invisible God and that's why it is no longer I who live but Christ that lives in me for this life that I live I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me for God offered him Jesus Christ so that by his blood he should become the means by which people's sins are forgiven through their faith in him God did this in order to demonstrate that he is righteous and that he puts right everyone who believes in Jesus. Everyone is sinned and is far away from God's saving presence. But by the free gift of God's grace, we are all put right with him through Jesus Christ, who sets us free. So why am I telling you my story? Because what Jesus Christ did for me, he wants to do to you and through your story. Because my life's been different because of what Jesus Christ has done for me and your life can be different too. So let us together throw off everything that hinders us, the sin we so easily fall into. Let us turn from our sins, turn to Jesus Christ, and start following Him. For whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God abides in Him, and He in God. And if you abide in His word, you are His disciples and followers indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So listen. Jesus is saying to you today what he said to me on that day that I encountered him. So listen, Jesus is saying to you what he said to me, and I encourage it as well. Stop what you're doing and watch what he'll do. Surrender your life completely, and I promise that it will be different. Christ's love compels me, because I am convinced that He died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for Jesus, who died for us, and not only died, but was raised again, and is alive today. Indeed, I count all things a loss for the excellence and the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. That I may have life and life more abundantly. This life is found in Jesus. And because I received Jesus Christ our Lord, I'm now walking in Him in a newness of life. That's life's been different. It's a newness of life, a life of peace, joy, and abundance. You know, the crazy thing is, I'm actually grateful all this stuff happened to me. Because what the enemy meant for evil, God turned it around for good. I want you to know that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God at work saving everyone who believes. This good news tells us how God makes us right in His sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard, The gospel of Jesus Christ, of which I, Merlo, have become a servant, then life will be different for you too. Listen, I know the day I met the Creator of the universe face to face. I know the day I got saved and truly repented. I've told you the story today about the day I met Jesus Christ because my life's been different ever since. And like for me that day, today is your day, the day of salvation. You're one decision away. Or maybe you're ready to finally make your all in commitment. Decide and begin to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Life's Been Different podcast. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing and resources, music by Merlot, or OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.